The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually, spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and I will be taking your calls today for readings and, and or questions. And the number here is 816 251 by five again it's eight one six two five one three five 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 and um you can ask me anything you want um i have my cards here so if you like a card reading absolutely i know if you listen to the show with ann hence and i you know that we do card readings and um but i can do carding card readings today as well so um again it's eight one six two five one three five 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 and a couple of um housekeeping notes here. I've got some um, in-person events happening in the New England area for the fall and November, actually. So if you're if you're open to being with people in public and we try to keep it as safe as possible, masks and everything, um, and we're doing two events, one on November 12th, which is a fundraiser, um, and it's called An Evening of Mediumship and Spirit Art. And it's limited to 50 seats only, and that will be in Quincy, Massachusetts. Again, that's November 12th, and it will be with myself and Lori Sheridan and spirit artist Rita Berkowitz. And I love to do um, demonstrations with the spirit artists because it just adds a whole new element to the connection with with spirit. Um, you know, Lori and I will do more of the mental mediumship where we you know we we speak the message from from spirit, and um, and Rita does that. But in addition, she will actually draw your loved one in spirit. So if you're in the Boston area, come on down November 12th and actually get your tickets beforehand because it most likely will sell out. We're about um, halfway sold out as far as I know. Um, 
so this Friday, uh, Friday, November 12th in Quincy, Massachusetts at 7 p.m. And that's called Evening of Mediumship and Spirit Art. Um, also um, going to be a part of a mediumship demonstration in Methuen, Massachusetts on November 18th. And that's with my dear friend and colleague, John Holland. And that, again, also is very limited. Um, we're only going to keep it to about 80 seats, I believe, and um, try to keep it safe for everybody. And that's Spirit Messengers, an evening of mediumship on November 18th at 7 p.m at Circles of Wisdom in Massachusetts. And you can always go to my website for all of that at lauraworcester.com. And if, if you're a student and you're looking to um, you know, develop either your intuitive awareness, your psychic awareness, or even to expand into mediumship development, I am also offering development circles in person online um, as well. And I'm putting uh, workshops on the calendar very soon, um, either two-hour workshops and uh, possibly a, a day-long workshop as well in the Boston area. So if you'd like to stay in touch, just go to my website and sign up for my newsletter if you'd like to um, be informed about anything that might be added to the calendar. And hard to believe, we're actually looking into 2022 as well for the calendar, but, um, but just uh, stay tuned there. So um, the other night, I'd like to thank if anybody's listening from the other night, um, Lori Sheridan and I did a fundraiser for the veterans, some veterans um, organizations on Saturday night. And, you know, even though I've been doing this work for a while, I'm just amazed when and, and this can go for anybody, anybody who does anything at all, um, where you just get get yourself out of the way and let spirit talk through you. It's it's crazy what can happen. And I think sometimes we just let our ego, our worry, our anxiety, our concern about what people think kind of get in the way of us listening to our soul, to our intuition or to spirit. So um, so what I, what I love about doing in-person demonstrations is that I have to get myself out of the way and I can't worry about you know what's going to happen um it's one of the things about mediums we don't have scripts uh we walk in the door and we don't know what we're going to say and uh so it's it's a it's a bit of surrender and it takes a long time to do that um as, as at least for me it was um as a student of mediumship and and again this could go for anything in your life whether you're a medium or not really surrendering to what your where your soul is leading you to what spirit wants to say through you, um, it it it's it's a lot of it for me. It took a lot of courage, and it still does. Um, I'm getting better at it, but it's it's putting the ego to sleep and just being fully present and with your heart and soul just tuned in. And so, my topic today is some tips on how to live a soul-led life and. And I know that my journey as a medium has kind of given me some insight on that. It's kind of, I've had to, I've kind of forced myself to do this in order to do this work because I had to be soul led in order to, to really step into this. Um, it's not easy, especially if, if you're, if you've ever done anything that is a little bit out of the ordinary or out of step with the, with maybe the world that you live in or the people that you spend time with or your family of origin, anything at all. Um, it, it's, it takes a lot to do this. It, um, you have to really, really dig in deep and really get to know yourself and to understand how spirit, soul, God, source, whatever you want to call it, um, 
speaks to you so that you can get through all the chatter that's around you, what the world is trying to tell you what to do, who to be, how to be, how to dress, how to speak, what to think, what to feel. Um, that there's a it, it takes a lot of courage to really dig in deep and, and let go of that that need to follow that and to pay attention to that. And um, I know that I, I, I've spoken to a, a medium friend of mine and I said, you know, really, do you realize how, how much on the fringe we are? Because we really like you, we don't have a script. We don't know what we're going to say. We have to trust that it, that spirit's going to be there to speak through us at the time that we need to. And, um, and not, and also knowing that a lot of times people who are listening don't believe a word of it. They don't believe it can be done. They think that's, you know, there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with us. So, you know, so, so living at the soul led, living a soul led life is not paying attention to all of that and paying attention to what is true for you and what source um, the greater all, whatever you want to call it, is leading you to in spite of what the world is trying to tell you to do. And uh, that's a those are, that's a huge gift that I've you know it just recently just kind of acknowledged that because I didn't really see it. when you're in the process of doing this and unfolding and trying to you know um, at least in my in in the world that I am in and the work that I'm doing um, when you're in the midst of it it's hard to recognize that but kind of looking back and saying wow it's uh, it takes a lot to to really dig in deep and and really listen to what what your soul and your intuition is trying to tell you and where it needs to go and put everything else to sleep. So, um, so that's, so that's what I would like to talk about a little bit today before we start taking some callers. And how do, how do you live, live a soul led life? And, and that, you know, part of that is um, doing, going forward without worrying about what people think and what they want, what, how they want you to live your life. Um, but you can also say living a soul led life is living a spiritual life. And so I'm just going to kind of go it that way. If sometimes that um, people get confused with um, soul led versus spiritual, I think it's the same thing. Um, but, you know, spiritual is beyond the physical. It's everything beyond the uh, physical and paying attention to what's beyond the physical world. The illusions of um, people's expectations, the um, the illusions of people's um interpretation of of what your life should be or how life should be for everybody it's so how do we do that you know and and part of it is listening to your intuition and your gut and when you're when something tells you something doesn't feel right and everybody else says no it's perfectly fine and you trust that so that's that's part of living a soul-led or spiritual life um and this the one thing that i will say too that has really changed my narrative over the several, past several years. Um, and it was probably one of the first things that I really started to pay attention to when when I started hearing spirit. Um, because I did need to change that narrative in my own mind about expectations and what will people think? And, oh my goodness, am I, you know, and is this real? You know, all those things that, that um, we kind of go through when you lead a faith-based path. Um, but one of the things I really had to start paying attention to was the words that I used and the word, not only the words I spoke, but the words that I spoke in, to myself in my own mind um, and the way that I expressed myself. Um, 
it I really had to start paying attention to that. And one of the people who really had an influence on next, I started listening to to um to Louise Hay and the affirmations and and I and I gotta be honest, when I first I was kind of one of those people like, yeah, yeah. It's like how can you possibly <laughs> just by changing the way that you think or changing the words that you use, how can that possibly have an effect on your life? Right. So I, I was one of those people. And but I got to a point where, you know, I was I was dealing with anxiety and depression and there was nothing left to do but to do that. It didn't take much to do it. It was a very small effort. It took a while for me to really embrace it. Um, but once I started to embrace it, things started to change. And it took time. It actually took years of changing that narrative. And I'm in a completely different space now. I mean, it doesn't mean that doesn't come up every once in a while where I kind of beat myself up. But but seriously, the, the words that you speak, can it's a vibration. It's It has power. Um, it and if you allow yourself to really feel the words that you speak you'll know what what's good for you to say and what's not and some things that um there's words that um are thrown around um in society nowadays that and it may be call me too sensitive but there's some words that thrown around that casually that um they're supposed to be fun and on an intuitive level and vibrationally it feels awful and i and even if i know what the intention is behind it to you know maybe it's lighthearted whatever um from time to time i'll say these words myself i'll be like hmm i don't like the vibration of that word it just doesn't feel right call me sensitive but but the thing is i use there's a lot of words i don't use anymore and i'm not talking about curse words that's totally different all right <laughs> so, <laughs> so um but there's just other things that maybe that they come across judgmental or they feel judgmental um or they feel like they're singling people out for some reason there's um things like that but i do i really do feel like the the pay it, if you can the one thing if you want to live more of a soul led life an intuitive life, um, more spiritual life, just pay attention to how words feel when you think them or when you say them and, and trust that vibration that you feel and choose different words. Choose a different way to speak to yourself. Choose a different way to express yourself. Um, it, it has a huge amount of power and I, I just, I I, it, some people might say, you know, people will use it in the law of attraction, things like that. Yes, I can understand that and where that can come into play, but that's not really the reason why I started to change the way I spoke. Um, it just, I started to realize it had a huge amount of power over my own mental well-being and my spiritual well-being. So that would be like one of the one things I would definitely focus on if you want to live a soul-led life is pay attention to those words and pay attention to the words that you allow to be spoken around you. If, if you're hearing people speaking about somebody else in a way that is really not, um, you know, you just know, you just know, and it's, it's okay to speak up and say, you know, maybe we can use different words for this, you know, but um, there was a couple of things that I came across this week that, that really kind of hit, hit home with this. And um, there's a someone on social media that I follow, and his name is Timber Hawkeye. And every once in a while, he will share out some things for th that really, you know, make me think and um, and really kind of make me rethink some things that I feel to be true. And I love people that do that. They kind of challenge the way you think, right? I mean, I don't always agree, but I, I'm okay to be challenged. 
but he was relaying a story of um, when he was speaking with a guy and and this person said to him, you know, I went through a messy, long, ugly divorce 20 years ago that was dramatic, traumatic, brutal, painful, soul wrenching. And so Timber stopped this guy. And he said, wait, 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 wait. He said, can you tell me that story again without using any adjectives? And this person replied to him, he said, I went through a divorce 20 years ago. Boom. 20 years ago. Now, those two phrases have a huge difference in feeling and vibration. And it puts space between experiences that happened ages ago and the current experience. And, then, and there's research that, you know, the words that we say, if it brings back a memory of trauma or something horrible that happened to us, it's like literally like experience that your body feels like it's experiencing the same thing again by using those words. So uh, something that happened to him 20 years ago, by using those words, brought it right back in so his body could feel it again. So, but when he, when, he went, when he went to the phrase, I went through a divorce 20 years ago, totally different, done, period at the end of the sentence. And, you know, then he went on to um, rephrase it for him as well, to add more power to it rather than disempowering. And he said, how about you say, I went through an eye-opening divorce 20 years ago that taught me so much about myself, communication, intimacy, and connection, and I'm grateful. That's a hugely different narrative, and it feels very different in the body, especially if you're a very empathic person and you feel things very deeply or, or words have um, a charge to it. That has a huge difference. And um, it kind of speaks to your soul more rather than the ego part of it. And we can go on what ego means and everything another time. But it um, it does it does come more to the soul intuitive level and um, feels so different. So I would challenge you to um, look at some narratives that you're using on some things that maybe wasn't a good time for you in your life, maybe a challenging time or even currently a uh, you might have be going through some challenging times and the way you speak about it, um, you can actually change it. You can transform it. And I'm not saying to put glitter and, and rainbows on everything. That's not where I'm going here. I'm not talking about, you know, um, ignoring the pain. I'm not about ignoring what needs to change. I'm not ignoring about, um, you know, ignoring anything, uh, the pain of other people. That's not where this is about. It's it's about, um, actually, I'm going to give you a, uh, an example of this, which I think is phenomenal. But it's taking responsibility for your response to life. It's not placing blame. And I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, relay a story that I heard the other day, which I thought was phenomenal. It just explains this so easily. So um, there's a, a psychiatrist named Dr. Amen. I know some of you may follow his work or you might see him on PBS. Um, but his his wife, I think before they, obviously before they had gotten married or met, had went to see him and he was doing a, a motivational speech or something. And she was dealing with cancer and um, devastating depression. 
and as a result of the cancer and not and just feeling very powerless. And so she had gone to see him speak and he could see that she was struggling with this and he wanted to um, offer some help to her. And so what he said to her was, how much responsibility are you willing to take for your situation? And she was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Said, what are you crazy? I'm going to take responsibility for being sick for my cancer. No way. This isn't my fault. And he said, wait a minute, I'm not asking you to take the blame for your illness. That's not it's not about blame. I'm asking you how much responsibility you want to take on. And she still didn't quite get it. She didn't understand. So he drew a circle on a board and he put a line down the middle of the circle and he put 100 percent at the bottom of the circle. And then on one half of the circle that he cut in half on, on the board, he put 50%. And then 50% on the other side. He said, what if you take 50% responsibility for your situation right now? So you're still a victim. That means 50% of your situations in the hands of somebody else or other circumstances, you're still just 50% in power here. And again, she was like, but you don't understand. I, why am I taking blame for my cancer? He goes, responsibility is not about blame. Responsibility is about how you respond to a situation. So I ask you again, how much responsibility are you willing to take on for your situation? And she said light dawned on her and she was able to live life differently go that at that point going forward and she got healthy and she got emotionally and mentally healthy and um and and recovered from cancer from that and not to say that that you know that change in in um thinking cured her cancer but but there is a power in words and if she was already feeling defeated and and deeply depressed, it's hard for your immune system to respond in a way that's helpful. So, um, so she she started taking you know it it's so easy to slip into victim mode, and I find myself doing that some as well. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like it's the when you're aware of it, the more you're aware of it, the less it happens, um, and you and you realize how much power you actually do have. So I I. I would also challenge you as well. Like, where are you taking on the victim mode and trying to look at placing blame rather than taking responsibility? And it can change the whole narrative of any current situation that you're in that you find challenging. So, so give that a shot. Give that a try. I'd love to hear from you too if this if this makes sense to you and if you if you try it and it. Uh, and is you finding some changes? Um, yeah, email me through my website, laurawister.com. I'd love to hear your story. But anyhow, but I do want to go to the callers in just a moment here. So um, you can just call me at 816-251-3555. Alrighty, so let's go to, um, I don't see any names up here, Jeff. <laughs> okay. I'll just go to Ohio. Let me just see. Hello, Ohio. Are you there? Hello? I know I don't have your name yet. Let me put you back on hold. 
Okay. Hello, are you there? Hello. Hi. Oh. <laughs> I am sorry. No, I, don't have your, I don't have your name on the board. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. My name is Linda. Hi, thank you for taking Hi. my call. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. What can I help you with today? Okay, so you said we can call in with anything, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <Thank sorry>. you. <laughs> okay. I don't get to listen to your show that often, so I just want to make sure I wasn't doing something offbeat. But oh, no, I have been great. thinking. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. I've been thinking about doing an early retirement from my current job, and my income will be reduced if I live on that pension. I might have to dip into savings while I'm waiting for Social Security, and okay. I'm scared because sometimes I think that. If I leave my helping profession, that I won't be helping others. And part of me thinks, well, maybe it's time to try something new and get out of my comfortable rut. And um, any words of wisdom would be greatly appreciated. Ah, this is a good one. Yes. And, and yeah, when, 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 when we start to use the word scared or fearful or anything, there's that to me, um, it doesn't always mean that your decision is wrong or, or you should go the other way or, or make a different decision, not necessarily, but there's, it's more of a fear of change. That's what mm -hmm. I found anyways. And um, so let me, and we may have to go to break in just a moment. So I'm going to, um, we'll talk as much as we can. Then I'll, I might have you hang on after, until after the break. But um, so I'm pulling cards here as we talk and you've been in the, you've been in this field for a while. Yeah. 23 years in the same agency. Oh my goodness. Okay. Alrighty. So that's what I'm seeing here is, is the, the, the fear of losing the connections and fear of, um, there's, uh, the fear of letting people down. Um, there's a fear of, or a concern. I shouldn't say fear. I should say there's concern. There's concern of letting people down. There's concern that other that some people might fall through the cracks because you don't care as much I mean you care too much perhaps that and you're worried that other people won't care as much is the word I'm getting that's what I'm trying to get to Are you, is that your concern right now um in a way I mean but I, I also have like you know a lot of fears about the effects on my own life but yeah it you know I I've been in helping professions all most of my working life and um you know, and now I think, okay, so what will happen, you know, you still have to live in the world and help yeah. others and be there. And I, I don't even know how to find my way to help others, even if I'm not getting paid or whatever. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's always, and that's the thing, it's, it's, there's always ways to do that. And I do think there's new opportunity for you as well. And, and it does feel as well that um, there's, it feels multi-layered, actually. So there's a, there's a little bit of of that, like who who are you leaving behind? There's a little bit of an element of that, but for you personally, um, this would be a great change for you, is what I'm I'm feeling that it's mm -hmm. that you can do similar work, or you can help people in a similar way, or you can help us, you know, um, you can still help people in some way, um, but with with a renewed um, way of doing it. And and we you know it's felt so easy to get into a rut, you know if you do something for so so much time, um, yeah. but hold hold that thought because I'm gonna go to the break in just a moment and I'm I'm, I'm pulled some cards for you as well. I'm gonna explore that just a wee bit already. But mm -hmm. um, so what type of work is this before we go to break? Oh, um, I work with welfare clients. Yes, okay. Public assistance in various ways. 
Okay, great. So we'll get to that in just a moment. So we'll be back with the intuitive life in about three minutes. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And I'm taking your phone calls today, 816-251-3555. Five, five. But before the break, I was on the line with Linda, and she's considering retiring, and we were just looking at that. So let me bring her back on. Hello, Linda. Hello. Hi. So, okay, so you've been doing this for 22 years, and you're just nervous about finances. You're nervous about um, what else? And I, I just, it, I feel like you're gonna be okay. It's like it, and it's, and it sounds. I know this sounds weird. I, I don't want to, um, you know, take away from your concern about uh, finances and and what you're gonna be doing once you retire. But I really feel okay with mm-hmm. when if you decide to retire, and I feel opportunity opening up for you as well. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I just, I think a new, a, a fresh start. Um, a different perspective, a different way of doing, maybe maybe not doing this work specifically after you retire, but maybe in a different way helping people. It just, it, it feels like it's you know, like you're ready for it. Um, well, I, I feel that way sometimes, and then something creeps in, like all the doubt, and then I get scared. And the part of me, I guess maybe when I'm not thinking about it too much, I don't know. I think yeah. what needs to be yeah. done, and, you know, everybody will call me a fool because of, you know, money and stuff like that, but there's so much more to life than money too. A hundred percent, I totally agree. And, and and you've been thinking about this for a little while, though, correct? Making I have, yeah. Okay, and that that to me that that if it keeps coming up and it keeps coming up and it keeps coming up, that to me is is your soul, your spirit talking to you and saying, you know, there's there's something else out here for you, something else that you need to experience, and you can still help people, but through a different experience, and that's. Mm-hmm. That's I think that when the when you start to go into the fear space of what if what if what if that's when we stop listening to our intuition and we don't feel as comfortable we don't feel comfortable in our skin at that point. Um, so, but when when you imagine, let's just say, um, so you have to go through a process obviously to retire. You could do paperwork and everything, right? Yeah. So, if you imagine yourself turning that paperwork in, how does that feel to you? Oh. Um. Fluttery. It feels what? Like a little, like you know, get kind of fluttery, like um, fluttery. You know, yeah. excited, but still like, oh, I wonder, wonder what's waiting now because it's it's a commitment, and something new is going to happen. Oh, that's exciting! <laughs> yeah. Isn't that exciting? I think I think it's great. Like, like there's this great unknown. You don't know what's next, right? But isn't that exciting? Right. Isn't that what life is about? Sometimes, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, when and, I let it be. <laughs> yeah, and so um, yeah, so I I 
I, I can't, I never tell anybody what to do. I try not to do anyways, you know, at least my, you know, I try not to, but, um, but my sense is, is that, you know, if you've been thinking about it for a while and you get a little bit excited about it, even though a little, a little nervous, cause you don't know what's next, but, but more excited than, than anything else, but by the thought of making that change, I think that's a big yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm pulling cards here too. And I see new opportunity for you. Um, a different opportunity. There's more, um, it, it's there's reaching different people, um, but still helping people. And mm-hmm. and I think there's plenty of work out there, too. If you really, really, really need to go back to work, there's plenty of jobs out there. There's no worries about that. Right. So mm-hmm. that's not some finance for money is not an issue here. It's more of what's next. And um, so are you thinking to, about maybe doing this in the next six to seven months, perhaps? Yeah, I picked November 11th as my day when I really needed to make a decision and pick a date and if I was going to do this. And so, yeah, it's been a few months that I have had this on my mind. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. are you able to financially take a few months off and just be? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm willing to give it a try. I mean, you know, things would be tight, but... Again, you know, money or time, you can't always have both, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just feeling the need to really, like, see, you know, just kind of feel where you want to be. And and you can't really do that if you're, if, you know, even if you take a few weeks off just to say, where do I feel drawn to? What do I want to try now? What do I want to do differently? And don't always try to bring a, put a dollar amount to it. Uh, I think that's, yeah. you know, part, that's, that's, that's where our fear takes us is like, well, if I, if I, I'm really interested in X, Y, and Z. But I can't possibly make a living at that. You know, that's always the thing that comes up after, right? Or yeah. I can't imagine how I would do that. Um, I, I would give yourself some time, even if it's even if between now and November 11th, to just take some time to think, okay, well, if money was no object, what would I be doing? And you might be surprised that there's elements of that that you can incorporate into a job somewhere. You can find that element in a job that works for you or some, or, or you just find something that pays the bills, but then you spend the rest of your time doing something yeah. that really, you really enjoy. This is, I, I feel like this is going to free up some space in your, in, in your mind by um, considering making this change to really find what, yeah. what calls to you. Well, thank you, Laura, so very much for taking your time. I appreciate it very much. You're welcome. I hope this helps in some way. It, yes, it's very helpful, and I will ponder it for certain. Good. And Wonderful. Have okay. a good day. All right. Thank you, Linda. All right. Take care. All righty. I know it's so hard sometimes when you, it, but that's, I, I, I'm just going to speak from my own experience is that when, I've thought about making a change in that, and but I get a little anxiety, like, oh my goodness, because I'm not a big, I don't like change myself, but I'll feel, I'll go to what the what ifs, but if I still imagine myself doing that decision or making that decision, and I get that feeling of excitement and kind of fluttery, like like Linda mentioned, and um, it it really, it I've found all along that that the universe will provide, and I don't, and again, I don't mean to make light of this by saying, oh, the universe will provide, <laughs> you know. But it there's just something about that. I just know there's a sense of knowing um, that that things are going to be okay. And if if financially, if things don't work out, there's always another job, right? So um, even short term, 
just to fill you know fill in the blanks until you find what you want. So I, I've always find that that's there's ways to to get through that. So let's go to my next caller and let me see. Let's go to Grace. Hi, Grace. Hi. Hi. Thanks for Hi. calling. What Thank can I help you, you with today? Yeah. Thanks for being here on this holiday. Um, I would like to ask you um, a question related to, well, maybe we could look at what's important for me to look at right now, or or I'm thinking of um, maybe this, we could look at this one. Um, I'm working currently. I've been four years in this company, and there are some changes here. I submitted a medical request and they denied it and um, I have to make a decision whether to stay here or leave. I would like to know what the universe or okay. All right. what would be the most. Okay, so staying or leaving. Okay, so let's, um, let's look at that. Um, okay, so the... It's weird. It's like I don't see you leaving yet. So th you've got some time before you need to make this decision, right? Yeah, I think okay. <clears throat> what's happening is I have time until like the beginning of November, and then I'll have to not be here until December. But they'll still give me my benefits until December. Okay, so that's but after right. that I'm on my own. Oh, okay, so that's not too bad. Um, Okay, so I'm looking at these two different scenarios here, and and um, you know, staying and leaving. Um, yeah. And, and again, I always say I never, I'll never tell you what to do, but um, but the by staying here, um, there's there's there are some challenges. I will say there there's there's some some tension and challenge yeah. is what I'm feeling, and I think that will yeah. that will carry on a little bit, even you know. Um, for the time being that you're there, all right. And okay. um, but what what it, what it invites in is new opportunity, which is great. And it, but it feels like outside the company, all right. Yeah. So um, you could stay, but it just feels like the, it like the tension grows, all right. So it, it would just be ma be managing. How do you manage that tension? How do you you know? So I I just um I think at this point that's what I'm seeing. You would just have to find a way to manage that. Um, but if you would look something outside, I pulled cards for that, and I feel it's so weird. Like I always pay attention to your body, right? Because yeah. was, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing that I did with Linda. Like, if imagine if you stay, and what does that feel like in your body? Like your solar plexus. How does that feel? <laughs> Don't think about it too much. <laughs> How did do, do you still there? Yeah, I guess it feels like mm -hmm. same old, same old, and yeah. how they treated me hasn't been very, very good. So okay. why would I want to okay. serve a place that's not serving in any way me and my needs? Right. Yeah. Making so me it, feel like a, a not important, not valued. Okay. So the, that's pretty. That's some powerful stuff coming up there. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, yeah and, and I so, could work yeah. through that. You know, I could work through that. That that's my interpretation, and and right. has nothing to do with them, and that's mm -hmm. not about me. I could work through that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I could. 
Yeah, because in was, the end, I'm participating in it if I stay. Yes, yes, and and you 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 there's a likelihood here that you would feel like you're always having to fight for um, validation that that you're doing a good job. No, not that. Not yeah, no. That I need mm-hmm. to definitely give up. Like that people pleasing thing. Like yeah. I'm doing mm-hmm. a good job and look at me. Mm-hmm. Like that definitely needs to end right here and now. Like okay, I don't good. need to do that. Excellent. And so I exactly like that has to end today. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. So so now it's 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 about whoa, wait a minute. Like do I let all of this go? Or and start it somewhere else, or yeah. And again, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't tell you, I can't tell you what to do, but I, I just get that sense that there's, there's a couple of elements here of tension with, with the company, and that you could, you, you do kind of have to. There's a, a, a sense of having to fight for validation that of what you bring to the table. That's, that's what it yeah. feels like. And I know you are you're aware of that, so that's that's good. But it's nobody like it's cares continue. about validating anybody here. Nobody <laughs> no. cares about that. Like everybody just wants just wants you to do your job and not yeah. do anything else. That's it. Yeah. Just do your job. There's no validation. There's no right. yeah. credits. Uh, anything. Just mm-hmm. do your job. Yeah, and if that's important to you, or if you're feeling that you know it's um... no, it's not important to me. I like this. I like this. Oh, good. Okay, so that part you don't mind. All right. No, um, I don't. It was, I don't need to be validated. Yeah, I don't. Good. Excellent. All right. Because I was going to say, if you're looking for it, you're not getting it. Um, so, so that's, and I think there's a good reason why I'm not getting it. You know, it's like there's a good reason for it. Okay. Okay. So I'm so, okay with it. Okay good. with that lesson. Okay. So now looking at looking at going outside the company and, do, and finding another job, um, I got to say I feel this being um because you're in management of some kind correct because i feel like you're in management or you you're the you, you have the potential i don't know what to being... call it right now i've, I've changed to several times <laughs> okay. positions here okay because what i'm seeing here is is um there's a potential here outside the company of of being in charge and being in management okay and if that's something yeah. you want to do that uh yeah there yeah there's an opening coming up and something yeah. Okay. Great. I mean, yeah. The I only just thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and and you know, there's there's no there's no um, guarantees of anything, right? But what I'm seeing no. around this is just the the there's mental energy around this, meaning like, is this the right thing to do? And but other than that, yeah. I'm seeing clear sailing with other opportunities outside this company. If you choose to look at other opportunities, I, I see. Yeah. So I, it's almost like uh, it's like un, it feels like unfounded fear to me is what it feels like. So when, what that means to me is like you'll you'll go out and you'll maybe find up other opportunities, and then when you look back, you say, oh, I wonder why it took me so long to make that decision. <laughs> that's that's what I kind of see oh. with you. So um, I know you have it's I know it's um, something you definitely have to bring consideration into because it is your job and everything. But I think you put too much weight on this and. Um, if, if you're feeling if you're feeling the need to to look at other other opportunities, know that they're there 
and there's it feels like multiple opportunities actually um, will they all be available at the same time i don't think so um, you might have something maybe in the next month or two and then something else maybe let me see one july september um, maybe early spring there might be another opportunity that seems even better so i wouldn't get too attached to anything um, that you go to next but just know that it's i feel like you're you're finding a new position um and new opportunities yeah. but also exploring at the same time so i wouldn't get too attached yeah. to anything that you end up going to and just knowing that you know if it doesn't work out i go somewhere else and just um but there's there's multiple opportunities but just not at the same time yeah okay. yeah i know i'm not sure if i want that or just stay here yeah what's, what's holding you there stay. though uh yeah i'm comfortable in my office i'm i'm i have um, my service dog and you know it's like a com convenient comfort yeah and you can't have that elsewhere I don't know like yeah I haven't I don't know this that's it you know I probably can't maybe mm -hmm. not and I'll deal with it then but what, what but, makes, I, but what's making you question staying though if you're comfortable oh I well, I took one of the vaccines and I had very bad side effects and I still do. Okay. So I can't take the second dose of that same vaccine. So now I'm gotcha. thinking maybe I should take another dose of another vaccine to stay here because the medical exemption was de denied, gotcha. even though it said okay. like it was, I was working through health issues. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's a matter of, okay, they, they either, yeah, you either comply or you, or you move on. Is what I'm like, if to. I get this other dose of vaccine, will that is that going to affect me too? Mm. Like I'm terrified. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't. I I can't address that that piece because I don't look. I know too. Well, that's why I didn't talk. I didn't talk about that. You yeah. asked Good. specifically. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. No. Yes, yeah. That's why I'm just want to let you know. Um, yeah. So just looking at the situation in general, um, I I feel yeah. like you could stay. Um, and you'd you'd be okay for the time being, but there's more opportunities out there, and and my I, my sense is as well is that your comfort level, once you once you embrace the change and kind of get used to the new place, if you decide to go somewhere else, I feel really comfortable with that. Um, it would be a minor inconvenience, like a short term inconvenience perhaps. Um, yeah. But knowing that you've got uh, um, you'll also have an office that um, that you could feel comfortable in. Yeah, so, exactly. So I see that, and I, and and also, you know, if if um, yeah, and, and there may even be more money there for you. So yeah, I would, look for, I would look for other opportunities, and just knowing it'll be a minor inconvenience, um, a little yeah, bit unnerving because <laughs> you, you change the space, but I feel really good, actually. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much and, and just start looking for opportunities and and like I said I think you could have one within a a, a month or two at the most of a, a, a first opportunity yeah. and possibly a second one in the spring. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I yeah. It helps. Thank you. Thank you. You're yeah. very welcome, Grace. All right. You take care. There we go. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's scary, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Um, but that's you know, the, a lot of times what I what I do when people are really stuck and they get 
get you know they start to hide behind the fear of of making a change because i know i'm the same way i'm like i i don't like change i like my comfort i'm, I'm a cancerian you know I'm, if once i find my home this is where i want to be right so um i'm kind of the same way but when things start to get uncomfortable when circumstances change sometimes there's there's a time we need to address do we stay and fight for validation of your own feelings and what is important to you what um whether it be you know if you're feeling like your health is at risk or whatever whatever that is because that's something i did mention with grace whatever that might be whatever you feel like you need to fight for is it worth it um life is short and it's like there's other opportunities and um it's so rare that i see that i that i that i connect with people who are looking in similar situations do i stay do i go do i go here do i go there where they really have no other options that when they actually embrace the idea that possibly there are other options and it's okay and it's safe to look and they kind of look behind the curtain and say okay is there something else there this could be exciting um and embrace that a little bit and then kind of let go of the edge of the pool um <laughs> start swimming um and most of the time people find that they end up either in a better place or they're in, a, in another place temporarily that takes them somewhere else and it's rare that i've had anybody come back and say that was the worst thing i ever did was quitting that job <laughs> i can't tell i can't tell you i i really can't even imagine that I, I don't I can't even nothing comes to mind if someone was were to press me for a situation where people said, I wish I never left my job after asking me, should I leave my job? Um, you know, if, if it's something that's kind of been haunting you for a while, you've been thinking about it, um, the what ifs have haunted you. Um, it it's uh, and, and not to say that, you know, just I, not if anybody's thinking about quitting their job, don't go out and quit your job until you get your next one. But but. I would get if you can get beyond the uncomfortableness, then it's amazing the opportunities that will appear or they'll, they'll become visible to you. Maybe you wouldn't see them before. And if it's something that's sort of been in the back of your mind for a long time, months, maybe even years, um, it's time to explore it, even even temporarily. You know, maybe maybe if you're thinking about going to a completely new new career. Um, find a way to incorporate that into your life now while you still have a job that pays the bills. Find a way to um, experience it, try it on for size. Um, you know, if, if you're thinking about, um, I don't know, going into, you, you want, you've been an artist, but you haven't really been able to explore that very much, can you volunteer at a local museum um, for, you know, in a couple hours on the weekend or something um, just to get into the elements not to say that that's you know what you want to do but get into the space of what calls you and try it on um, maybe you want to become a vet you've been dreaming about being a vet you know go in and, and go and um, volunteer at an animal shelter and of course you're not doing the thing necessarily that you're hoping to do but it can really solidify in your mind is this what you where you really want to spend a good amount of your time with? And and you know our time is precious, our hours are precious, our our, our efforts are precious. What what do you want to spend your time on? Where do you want to live your life? 
Where do you feel like you're living life more fully? And oftentimes we will not choose that because we feel we're letting people down. Or uh, maybe you work in a field where you're helping people, but you feel like you might be abandoning people by doing that in some way. Maybe there's other people, you don't feel other people there are capable as you. There might be something like that. I've heard that from so many people who work in healthcare or um, things like that. And But it, it, what it comes down to is what's healthy for you? If what where can you thrive so you can be fully present for the people that you're serving? And that might mean a change of scenery, a change of venue, maybe doing the same job a different place. Um, you just never know what it, in, you could might find that the things that really call you, you might say, well, it's too selfish. I can't believe I'm even thinking about doing that. That's a, that's just more for me. Right. And people say that's just more for me. I don't want to be selfish like that. But I have seen so many people who follow the things that really makes their soul sing and thinking that they're doing it for themselves. But along the way, they use it as a vehicle to change other people's lives. The thing is, you don't know what's possible until you follow what your soul is calling you to do. And once you experience that, it, it, it's you just know you, your doors will open, uh, opportunities will open. You'll be in that environment. If say you, you decide to try something, um, maybe, maybe like I used earlier about the being the artist and going to volunteer at a local museum or something, and you just get into that into that space and you just know it's like there's something here for me and I just don't know what it is, but I'm ready to explore. Open that door. Life is short. And there's a reason why your soul is calling you to try these things or exploring these things. And you may not know exactly what that is just yet or how that's going to be expressed in whatever way. But open that door a little bit and just start, start, start taking some small steps. And then the universe will show you some ways. And it might open doors you never thought would, would open for you. And you end up helping people in ways and affecting the world in ways that you wouldn't have been able to before before you took this big leap. And again, when I say big leap, it doesn't have to be like quitting your job and doing something, <laughs> but taking a leap of faith is what I'm saying and trying something new, even if it's short term. You can change the world. And so often people, like they, they stay where they feel safe and comfortable, but that's not what growth is all about. And it's so rare that, like I said, it's rare that, um, I've heard people take that leap and then regret it. Either they learn something from it or they learn where they don't want to be, but they it's a movement forward. So I welcome you to start listening to your soul. And I'd love to hear from you. You can always go to my website, laurawister.com, if you have any comments. But have a great week, everybody. I, I will be back in two weeks on The Intuitive Life. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.